Hello friends, this is Justin from FrugalSnobs.com. I brought my co-host with me, Christina. Say hello. Hello. And we hope you enjoy this episode of the Frugal Snobs podcast. If you like what you hear, as always, you can check out more by going to FrugalSnobs.com. You can check out all of our video content available on YouTube at YouTube.FrugalSnobs.com. You can check us out on social media at Facebook.com slash FrugalSnobs or on Twitter at FrugalSnobs. And of course, you can catch this podcast on your podcatcher or podcasting network of choice. And if you have a smart speaker, feel free to ask it to play the Frugal Snobs podcast. As always, folks, be well, never pay retail. And now, on to the episode. Hey, everybody, Justin from FrugalSnobs.com. And welcome to episode 184 of the Frugal Snobs podcast. Proximity, say hello. Hello. And this episode is entitled Watching Your Wallet. Yes. So, Folks, as we record this episode, today is Sunday, April 11th, 2021. Yes. We have been busy, very busy, particularly this past weekend and past week. We have some interesting news, and uh, we're just going to keep it straightforward, folks. We have quite a few reviews for everybody at the end of this particular episode, so I think up to 15 minutes worth of extra reviews. So please stick around, folks, for that. The videos will eventually be hitting the uh, platforms. For the reviews you're about to receive in terms of audio format. So we're giving everybody the Cleo Bar yes. review, the Oak Barrel Stout review, yes. yes, and also the Gold Coffee from Lidl's Idols review. Yes. Fair? So and there's plenty of stuff, everybody. I mean, we're putting out, basically, we're trying to put out a review every week, I believe, Yes. on the YouTube channel and other outlets. So please check out those reviews. Subscribe, like, comment, share, post, all the good stuff that you do. It definitely helps us out. Make sure, if you'd like to support us, by going to support.frugalsnobs.com, and you can support us for as little as 99 cents per month. Yes? Yes. All right, folks, so, go ahead. And say, information over, like, infomercial over. (laughs) You're tired, aren't you? Yes. Yes, so am I. Folks, we're going to keep this episode pretty straightforward, um, simply because we have a lot going on, and frankly, we want to rest our voices. Christina, you're recording another audiobook. Yes. So we're pretty busy. Your your next event is going to be, I think, believe uh, Geek Fest. Yes. At Nirvana Outpost in Chambersburg, Pennsylvania, on Saturday, May 29th. Yes. So that is Memorial Day weekend, folks. So get out and check out Christina um, at her next event. Yeah. And by the way, folks, if you hear any noise, birds, cars, horns, children, uh, beeping sounds, other haberdashery, it's because the window is open in the snobbler. Yeah. So we are enjoying the day. It's going to be 77 degrees Fahrenheit today. Oh, all right. So let's go ahead and get into uh, the episode. And again, we entitled this episode Watching Your Wallet. Uh, we're going to talk about some of our, our adventures the past couple of weeks with DraftKings, uh, cryptocurrency, our portfolio. Uh, we're going to talk about Prince Philip, who yes. died at the age of 99. Um, I'm not saying that I, 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 I'm not mourning. I, I certainly can understand. But at the same time, very older gentleman. It's awesome very... that he lived that long. Yes, he lived a very full life. So... Um, again, at any rate, I don't want to sound like we're going to be cashing in on, on morbidity, but we'll be, we'll be looking out for probably a commemorative coin of yes. some sort, most likely. Um, also, folks, in terms of reviews, speaking of coins, banknotes kind of jog memory. Um, like I said, we will be putting out reviews on the YouTube channel and other outlets. We're hoping once a week we have a, quite a few reviews in the hopper. Uh, but we did put out the Dunkin' cereal, the, uh, I believe, the caramel latte. Yeah. I believe. Um, the Dunkin- mocha latte. I apologize. The mocha latte from Dunkin', uh, the Dunkin' Donuts cereal. Um, and we also put out a review yesterday for the Catherine II 100 ruble 1910 Russian 
Magnum. And we now have the 500 that we're about to record. Yes, I just received the Peter the First 500 Russian ruble banknote yesterday. Folks, these bills are massive, by the way. I mean, the Peter bill is larger than the Catherine bill. And the Catherine bill is roughly about the size of a half sheet of standard notebook paper, right? Eight and a half by 11, right? Yeah. So, and it, at least the Peter bill is 11 inches, but I would say about six. Gotcha. Tall? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it is not a small bill, folks. Um, so it's really hard to find really even carriers or a containing mechanism for, uh, for these uh, particular notes. And um, am I talking too fast? I think I'm talking really fast. Yeah, you're good. Just energetic, that's all. That's fine. Well, I have my gold coffee here, you know, my Lidl's German imported gold coffee. So, and folks, please uh, hang up for the end of the episode. Uh, the review for this coffee that I'm enjoying is coming up in the very near future. So let's go ahead and get into it. Um, savings at the grocery store. Massive. Yeah, we've had some pretty massive savings, but I just wanted to point out, we're not seeing a lot of free items any longer. No. I think for us, what we're seeing is, is more so either instant coupons at the register or really good savings if you stock up. So yes. let's do a few examples of that. Is that okay? Yeah. This gold coffee that you guys are going to get the review for out there, uh, we picked up yesterday. Uh, really good deal. 17.6 ounces for $3 US. That's pretty good. So I picked up quite a few packages. And uh, Christina, you picked up some DiGiorno pizzas. Yes. Today for a very good price at around 50% off. Yep. Yeah. Um, also, we picked up these really awesome... I guess what I call them is cheese sticks or cheese twists Yeah. at our lo at a local grocery store. Delicious. Yes, as an instant coupon at the register. Yeah. They were delicious. Like, I mean, sorry, run back, grab them, come back. And throw them. It was like a croissant with Asiago cheese. Yes. So it was a, almost like a sweet croissant breading with Asiago cheese. It was delicious. Yes. It was delicious. I mean, these, these were really long breadsticks, folks. If you were to turn this into a ring, it would have made four individual donuts, basically, in terms of size or four bagel-sized uh, uh, breadsticks. Yes. So, had them for breakfast. <laughs> we could also, if we wanted to, cut them up into like little nuggets and yes. pop them. Yeah, little poppable uh, bread pieces. Yes. Yeah, I mean, they were pretty good. And again, they had a, they carried a retail value of, I think, three, four dollars. Yeah. Something like that. And they were absolutely free. So, like I said, folks, at the grocery store, we're not really catching a lot of free items any longer, but we're catching a lot of combined items and a lot of stock up items. Like, buy this and get this. Exactly. Yeah. Or, you know, again, um, on top of all that, for example, last week we got a, 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 a loaf of Italian bread for free. Yes. Yes, we did. So, we're busy. But, again, it's all out there, folks, for the taking. Just, just again, just be smart. Yes, and keep your eyes open while you're actually at the store, because that's how I caught the free bread. Yep. You also got uh, three... Uh, I think Hillshire Farm Sausages, Kielbasas. Yes. Um, again, not a sponsor. Again, no sponsorship, folks. Just talking about it. You grab some nice uh, vendor coupons mm -hmm. at uh, at the uh, the store, basically the grocery store. At Right in front of them. Yeah, and then basically cash those in and uh, get yourself some nice savings. Yeah. So again, folks, anybody who says, well, I don't use coupons. I don't have time for coupons. So what you're telling me is you enjoy spending more for everything. Is that what you're telling me? And you enjoy not paying attention at the grocery store, just grabbing it out. It's like, uh, keep your eyes open. Yeah, but you know, everybody's going to say the same thing. Or I have, you know, I have a spouse, I have kids. Da, da, da. So what? You knew what you signed up for. You could have accommodated for that. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So and besides, when you help help yourself save money, you help your family. Yes. So it's good stuff. So we, we are just some busy people. Yes. We are just busy people. Uh, Christina, you have ordered your editor copy for your next book. Waiting for it. Yep. So again, another book. Hey, you're gonna have like a your series is gonna be what seven books, eight books, eight. nine books, a lot of books, eight books, and then I'm gonna books. have some side books that are gonna be one-offs that you don't need. 
the full series to read. Are they going to be kind of like the whole Star Trek, like short treks kind of deal? Similar. These outside like stories that fill in gaps in the that actual run mentor? parallel to the actual series. I see. Are these outside characters and whatnot that that are involved with the actual series, but not not directly. Exactly. Got it. Okay. Here's the life of this person, that kind of thing. And you'll see them in this book, like a supporting character. Yes. And they have their own little backstory. Exactly. Got it. Like Riker stories. The Riker stories. <laughs> what do you mean the Riker stories? Did you say that he had his own little no series on how long the Defiant and or no. no. Nope. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, well. I'm like, what? Huh? But then how did they get all this stuff for Picard with him running on the other ship and... Oh, with the Titan and whatnot? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was a book series. Yeah. Folks, sorry to, to weave ourselves into geekdom. Hold on. So this was a, a series of books for the USS Titan for Will Riker and Deanna Troy after Star Trek Nemesis. Yes, and that's what these books are going to be. Gotcha. All right, so folks, sorry for the detour into geekdom. <laughs> If you appreciated it, thumbs up. Give us a, a multi-star review. And by the way, folks, if you're going to review this podcast, give us a five-star review. Yes. It helps. Please do. Um, uh, but at any rate, okay. So can we go back on track, please? Yes. <laughs> the grocery store. All right. So again, folks, we're enjoying the spring and just hanging out. Um, so, okay. Before we get into watching of the wallet, um, and of course, on to the reviews toward the, the end of the episode. What? Are you laughing at something? Uh-uh. I thought you were laughing at uh-uh. something. Um. Christina, you've jumped into DraftKings. Yeah. As have I. We decided to jump in because of WrestleMania, folks. So let's go ahead and jump into the WrestleMania, what we think of the WrestleMania week, and then we'll talk about DraftKings and then on to the watching the wall. Is that okay? Yes. All right. So we actually did sign up, folks, with the Peacock offer we mentioned before in one of our PSAs, okay? So we're getting four months of Peacock for $2.50 a month. Yes. Uh, so we are. We did enjoy the NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. Two nights we, we watched... About half of the matches across both nights, I would say. Is yeah. That about right. Um, I would say, for me, what would you say the best match on the NXT card that you saw was for that pay-per-view? What would you say? I would say the latter match for the Cruiserweight title, but that's just me. I... You didn't like the ending, though. I don't. I, I'm a very, like... One on one, no interference. You're a purist, but there yes. has to be. It's, it's storyline. It's it's sports entertainment. It's not like the way it used to be. Um, although I really, I, I, we probably should go back and watch the prelude, the next prelude match with the rounds with Tyler Bates. That I'm interested in seeing. Yep. So, folks, British wrestling used to have back in the day round a round system similar to boxing. So it'd be pretty cool to see like a throwback match like that. And I think we will go back and watch it and maybe give a review on it um, maybe in the next episode. But, um, I mean, I think the Cruiserweight title match was decent. You didn't like the ending, though? No. With the uh, the uh, interference from the goons and Escobar winning. Um, I would say the Cross-Ballard match was pretty brutal. Yeah. I think Ballard gave uh, Karrion Cross a uh, much more of a beating than he expected to get. So, but we'll see. We'll see what happens with... But I, I guess for us, we talked about it this morning before we, rec- we uh, decided to come in here to record in the, in the snob lair, but... Um, we didn't see a lot of fan reaction for Karrion Cross. No, it was quiet. Mm-hmm. So, um, we're going to see how NXT goes from here. Um, Raquel Gonzalez winning the NXT Women's Championship. I mean, I'm a little skeptical on it. Uh, I think she's well-spoken. <clears throat> I'm not saying she's not talented, but I think it's, it's too early. Yeah. Is that fair? Too new to the brand. Mm-hmm. Same with Karrion Cross. He's too new to the brand. <clears throat> Excuse me. Dry air. Um, by the way, folks, we actually had the opportunity... Back in, I believe, October of 2019. Yeah. 
right before COVID, to meet, greet, and have an autograph signed by Scarlett Bordeaux and Karen Cross at the Baltimore Comic Con. Yes. And we chose not to do so. Probably should have at that time. Yeah. But again, there's no there was no reaction to him. No. No reaction at all. It was very flat. Yes. I, I mean, but, I'm not sure if they did it with the they just tuned out the crowd and only played his music. I don't know. I mean, it might just be like, like you said, like a kind of an environment thing or like a setting the stage kind of effect thing, but just a really interesting, I mean, it was an interesting um, card, I think, for Stand and Deliver, but um, again, I'm happy that, that at least there were fans at the CWC, but moving on to WrestleMania Night 1, can we do that? Yes. Folks, with the rain delay at Raymond James Stadium, I've been to that stadium several times, okay, so, I mean, I could see the open air and the rain and whatnot. The event didn't even get started last night until, I think, 8.35 Eastern. Yes, so there's a 35-minute delay. Yep, got to see Hulk Hogan, brother, brother. Yes. With Titus O'Neil, brother T. <laughs> Kevin Nash was there. Yes. So, I mean, I think, um, you know, we saw the, we, we took a look at the Bobby Lashley-Drew McIntyre match. You don't like the ending, did you? No. Yeah, but McIntyre was protected in that in that uh, finish because he passed out. He yeah. didn't quit. Right? So... Can't say that I'm upset with it. It went a little too long for my taste, though. But the hold shouldn't pass you out. What the uh, pay, the what is it, the hurt lock? Yeah, what's called? I've put you in the hurt lock, folks. Okay, so Christina does not abuse me, but she does put me in certain uh, compromising holds just to ask if they hurt or not. And by the way, FYI, they do. <laughs> so, are you practicing? Gonna, yeah. gonna make gonna go to the PC. You keep telling me I should. Dirty for your debut. I think you would have made an amazing female wrestler, but you'd, you'd certainly be uh, financially better off, as would I, had we gone into the business. <laughs> but uh, at any rate, I mean, I could see a lot of trying last night from what we saw, and it, it's good. Vincent Mann was there. A lot of impromptu <clears throat> uh, interviews. Pro- yeah, a lot of those promos stalling for time, impromptu, yeah. A lot of them were really, like, just really fired up. Oh, too. yeah. Energy, energy, like, energy. I mean, you saw Seth Rollins talking about Cesaro yeah. or whatever. It's like, dude, calm down. You got such a decaf, brother. Yes. Um, but, I mean, the Drew McIntyre-Bobby Lashley conversation was pretty good backstage. Um, but, uh, like I said, folks, I mean, we didn't catch much of the first night. I mean, there might be more in the second night. But, look, all I'm looking for before we get into the actual main topic thrust here and talk about DraftKings first I'm just looking for my Bobby Lashley-Brock Lesnar match. That's all I'm looking for, and I'm never going to get it. I'm never going to get it. What Do you think I'm ever going to get that match? No. Two MMA dudes actually, you know, stomping each other, you know, through the heart. As a senseless. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, I have my opinions on why Brock Lesnar wouldn't win, and I, I don't want to share those opinions, because I don't think socially people would like what I have to say, but... I, I won't apologize for it. <clears throat> I'd like so, to have a no hold bar like unsanctioned match between whoa, whoa, the whoa, two. Whoa, whoa. Okay, you know what? So hold on, let's go back to these unsanctioned matches, like you know, for the O'Reilly, uh, Adam Cole. Cole match, things like that. I don't even know what these things even mean. Because no rules. Okay, I know what that means. I'm just saying, how relevant are they? Don't. Like no holds bar. That's like such a gimmick, right? I mean, if a match goes outside the ring, outside you know, into the crowd, outside into the backstage area. That's technically all no holds barred, unsanctioned, all that other stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, and of course, there's no hold harmless agreement. Why? Because WWE or any other company's not even going to let you on the programming without having some kind of liability. Yeah. Right? So, how real is that? You yeah. know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's sports entertainment, folks. 
you know, just keep that in mind. Basically, it was another Gargano Champa like take two with those two. Yep, pretty much. Um, but uh, you know, like I said, folks, I mean, we're hoping to see more and see better out of this. But you know, again, I'm never gonna get my 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 Lashley Lesnar match. Hoping it's coming though. I'm, I'm, here, here's what I hope happens tonight at night too. Okay, follow me, folks. I'm hoping at the main event between Edge, Daniel Bryan, and Roman Reigns. My hope is that Edge wins. We're hoping, and he pins Daniel Bryan. Not Roman Reigns protects him, right? Mm-hmm. My hope also is that Roman Reigns is turned on. There's a heel turn by Paul Heyman. Well, there's really not really a heel turn, but a turn or a betrayal by Paul Heyman on Roman Reigns. Yes. And a Brock Lesnar returns tomorrow night as one of the good returns after WrestleMania. That Raw is usually one of the best Raws of the year, right? Yeah. And Paul Heyman says, I used you, Roman Reigns. And then Lesnar gets a tune-up match against Reigns, wins, and then goes after Bobby Lashley. And you have MVP and Paul Heyman Two very loud-mouthed, obnoxious people, but really good on the mic. Have a mouth off. Have a promo off. Because you got two guys that they represent that really don't speak much. Yes. <clears throat> Although Bobby Lashley does speak more than Brock Lesnar does. Yeah. Is that fair? And he speaks well. <clears throat> yes, he does. Book it. That's it. Dry air in here. Just book it. That's it. That's my fantasy booking, everybody. What? I agree. Book it. I feel like Edge will probably drop the belt if he does win it uh, tonight, probably at SummerSlam. Give it to Brock Lesnar. Oh. Unification of belts. Uh, well, okay, okay, so before... Okay, can we please get to the topic soon? But before we do... <laughs> let, me, let, me, let, me, let me at least speak on that. Um, I am not a fan of multiple championships across multiple programming. Okay, multiple programs, okay? I want one world champ, one secondary champ, one set of tag champs, one woman's champ, one set of women's tag champs. That's it. Right? Fair. Same thing with like NXT, NXT UK. Having separate titles per per leg of the promotion? No. I want one title. And that champion needs, needs to needs to defend across all elements of NXT. Agreed. So if you have to go overseas, guess what? Get, Get on that plane. Yep. It needs to be like the old NWA. Uh, uh, the old N. I think I said said. Old NWA. There we go. Slow it down. Title. Right? That was the, That's what they always called the true world's champion. Why? Because he, he would defend that title across multiple promotions because each promotion was a member of the NWA. Yeah? Yes. So that made sense. So, ugh. I also wouldn't mind seeing Nick Aldis in, uh, in WWE as well. Um, so, all right. Let's, let's go ahead and get off the wrestling topic. We'll probably bring more of this, folks, um, as we go forward in our next episodes. But let's see what happens. Let's just see what happens. So... Okay, let's talk about DraftKings and we get on the topic. So it's actually kind of part of the topic of watching one's wallet. So we always promote that everyone should make as much money as you can while you can. Yes. So, Christina, you have, you've started dabbling in DraftKings. So have you. Not a sponsor. And yes, I have. And you've already won money and I haven't. Just saying. Just saying. So, Christina, you're playing all the free pools right now. Yes. Right? So we'll see how much money you can, you can conjure up here. Um, but are you going to take that money and possibly invest it in other things like cryptocurrency? Exactly. Yep, folks, and our crypto is doing okay at the moment. So, um, when it comes down to watching your wallet, folks, never have dormant money. We've talked about that before, right? And, Christina, you're working on the whole DraftKings system, mm-hmm. right? And you made money. Yeah. And you just signed up yesterday. Yes. And you've already made money. Almost a dollar. Almost a dollar. <laughs> hey, money's money. On these free pools, right? Yes. So, getting started. Getting, getting started. If someone's going to hand you three quarters and two pennies, are you going to throw it to the side? 
Well, it depends. Um, how valuable is it with all these trillions of dollars we give away? What? No comment? All these trillions and trillions of dollars that people aren't actually working for in any way and then feeling entitled that you owe them? I don't owe you anything. I owe you nothing. Anyway. Ugh, I don't want to get into that either. <laughs> but DraftKings made um, money. Yes, she did. And you made it on one of, those, one of the MMA free pools, right? Yeah. Jeez. Oh, don't even know who they are. Just <laughs> vote. To, click, 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 click. Vote. So I'm hoping to get something out of the, NF, the NFL fantasy pool. Yes. Um, but we'll see what happens, everybody. But, I mean, I also want to make it very clear. We are not advocating sports gambling. We're not advocating no. for becoming a gambling junkie. We're not advocating for any of that. No. If Stick you, with the free stuff. If you have a, an issue or you know someone who has an issue with gambling, please contact uh, the, appropriate, uh, the appropriate organizations. Yes. Um, so I want to make that very clear. So watching the wallet, folks, like, like we kind of alluded to, we've been dealing with our crypto. We've been converting crypto. Things are going okay. You got to make sure that you, um, you know, again, watch your money at all times. And, and by the way, folks, there's a lot of, you okay? Yeah. Okay. I, make sure you're okay. There's a lot of services out there that you can uh, sign up for, and a lot of other benefits out there that will help you watch your money better and learn more. In fact, um, Charles Schwab, who is not in any way a sponsor of this show, uh, we actually use their on investing magazine from time to time. Yes. So um, there's there's a lot of stuff out there, and you can get all of this as part of your services. So if you open a brokerage account or open up other services with, with a financial institution, a bank, for example, or an investing uh, firm. There's a lot of benefits they can give you. There's yep. wealth managers out there. There's all kinds of insights. Things like there's tons of research, right? So for us, I mean, never, never let your money just sit, right? You know, I mean, look at your portfolios. Look at how you can move your money around and look at how easy it is to move money as well. Remember, days in transit cost you money. Is that fair to say? Yes. So, I mean, ugh. Gotta watch the wallet. Yes. Gotta watch the wallet. I mean, especially right now with how things are going and, um, how things are, uh, how do I put this, how they're very interesting every day. Yes. <laughs> you got to watch your wallet, folks. And that's why, again, like we bring knowledge, entertainment, information to everybody. We, we try all the time. I mean, we don't just come here every couple of weeks without a plan. We always have a general idea of what we want to talk about. We kind of go through what we've been through the last couple of weeks. And uh, we're hoping to help everybody out. We, we try to stay relevant, current with all of our other uh, info, our opinions, that sort of thing, but we also always give you day-to-day -day savings and day-to-day -day strategies, too. Yes. Right? Like the grocery store tips. That's easy, folks. Same thing with, with fuel, okay? Gas buddy, upside, and having a fuel-efficient car, not driving your car hard, and if you have, in Christina's case, a hybrid or an EV, good for you. Good for you. Is that fair? Yes. Um, so, we're going to see how things uh, shake out. Um, also, when it comes down to investing in things like cryptocurrency, since, again, for a lot of people, it is still new. Uh, for us, it's still new. I think for a lot of people, it's still new. Um, I'd also recommend looking at, at uh, trust funds yes. that are like ETFs or exchange-traded funds or over-the-counter funds that you can trade it and work with. I mean, I, I at this point, I'm using Grayscale um, as part of my portfolio for a couple of different trusts. Again, not a sponsor, and I'm not advocating any kind of investments or guaranteeing returns. All I'm saying is that uh, they're working out. Yeah. So um, just, just keep yourself informed. Um, like I said, it, I've said before, investing is legalized gambling. Mostly, right? So, yeah. just again, we're not advocating any of the, of the risk. Any risk you take is your own, not yes. ours. We make no guarantees on gains. We make no guarantees on losses. We make no guarantees, no guarantees on absolute gains. Yeah. So, this is your own risk. Invest at your own risk, but at the same time, um, like I've said, I think, many times throughout this, this podcast, in terms of multiple episodes, that if you're not willing to take that, that, that money you're about to invest in cash money and light it on fire, don't invest. 
Exactly. That's basically that's basically it. So, um, can we go ahead and talk about the upstairs situation at the Snobbler? The Ugh. monster has left. Yes. So, folks, over the past year, within the Snobbler, above us, a person has lived who has been, I'll be blunt, a total nightmare. Yes. Loud, very loud. We've had to rush recordings of episodes of this show. And we we've apologize had, for that. Yes, we've had to rush uh, recordings of reviews uh, for the, the video reviews, things like that, simply because he is so he was so incredibly loud. And he was bothering us often. He was very belligerent. We asked him to turn down his music and things like that. Um, folks, if you can't live around other people and don't know that where you live is not your parents' house, you shouldn't be living around other people. Agreed. Maybe your parents may have tolerated that, but guess what? You're special to them. You're not special to us. Like, we, we couldn't care less about you. <laughs> is that fair to say? Yeah. We care about you as our listeners. Don't get me wrong. We care about that. But, I mean, day to day, I mean, it, it's not our job to allow you to continue bad behavior. Okay? Parenting works. And uh, remember, folks, if you're living around other people, it's not your parents' house. Right. Everyone can hear everything you do. Okay? So as it stands, and by the way, folks, I apologize for the sound of... An airplane. Is that an airplane or a helicopter? That is a plane. Yeah. Nice. Must be Dulles Airport or Reagan. Probably Reagan. So, see, folks, this is what happens when you get a live show. But um, things are coming back. But at the same time, you know, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad for us. I mean, we've been getting a lot more sleep. That's how we know we're getting older. Sleep matters more <laughs> than it used to. But at any rate... It also is our jobs. Exactly. Well, you know, we're hoping to bring people better quality shows moving forward in terms of episodes. We're hoping to bring people better quality reviews, long-form reviews, more detailed reviews, now that we have the the rest and the um, capability yeah. to do that. So, again, just, just just be cool, okay? That's all I can say. You know, life, you'll live longer. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Less stress. Yep. All right. So, let's go ahead and wrap up here. I mean, we talked about watching The Wallet. We kind of gave our... Our take on a few things, your whole DraftKings adventure, <clears throat> excuse me, our crypto adventure. Let's go and wrap up here and talk about a couple of things you have coming up, and then we'll go ahead and just get out of here and move on to the reviews. Is that okay? Yep. All right. So, Christina, you have your next book event, as I mentioned at the top of the episode, is GeekFest. Yes. Uh, sponsored by Nirvana Outpost, or held yep. by Nirvana Outpost yep. in Chambersburg, Pennsylvania, on May 29th, 2021. Yes. That is Memorial Day weekend, folks. Come out and see Christina. Yes. Buy something, will you? Uh, you just uh, requested an editor copy yes. of your next book. You're recording an audiobook. I'm 40% done. You're busy. Yes. You're a busy lady. So, and then, of course, you have some events coming up in June, being Steel City Con. Yes. And also, what else in June? That's it for June because Sci-Fi Valley got bumped to October. Okay, so do you also have an August Steel City Con? Yes. Okay. And in September, we have Harrisburg, October, Sci-Fi. And Harrisburg is the Four States Comic Con. Yes. Okay. You have Sci-Fi Valley coming up in October, like you said. Yes. Right. So, folks, things are coming back. Christina's getting herself aligned with some bookings. Still working hard, still doing her thing. Uh, we will do everything we can on this show, and of course, with all of our other material content, etc., to put out better product, promote what we can, do what we can, help where we can, but also help ourselves as well. Yes. Is that fair? All right, folks. Have everybody enjoyed this episode of the Frugal Snobs podcast? Please do stick around for the reviews. Again, there's quite a few of them. And as I said, we're putting out new reviews on YouTube and other outlets every single week. Yes. Fair? Yes. All right, folks, please stick around for the reviews. Be well. Never pay retail. Take care of yourself and each other.
Hey everybody, Justin from FrugalSnobs.com. I brought Christina to say hello. Hello. And by the way, folks, I don't know what this deal is with Christina and our recording for uh, all of our reviews, but she is standing to my right at the moment, because that's how we typically record. Because I'm so, happy with my left. So, we brought everybody another quick drink review. People have been digging these reviews, along with all of our other reviews on YouTube or wherever you enjoy the video content from the Frugal Snobs. And please do continue to do so. If you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe. Like, share, post, comment, all that good jazz. We do our part. We just ask that you do your part. Yes. Fair? Yes. Also, please check out the Frugal Snobs podcast. Everything you need to know is at frugalsnobs.com. And you can also support us for as little as 99 cents per month by going to support.frugalsnobs.com. So, everybody, we brought everybody another quick drink review, as I said. This time, it is for the Guinness Extra Stout. Yes. Now, I've reviewed Guinness product before, particularly the Guinness Nitro. Please check out that review if you haven't done so already. I've also reviewed a number of stouts before. There's at least two available on our YouTube channel and wherever you enjoy content from the Frugal Snobs. So please make sure that you check out all of the reviews, including the stout reviews and the Guinness Nitro IPA review. Now, this review is just as much about the glassware as it is about the extra stout. So just to talk about this a little bit, I, I've had Guinness stout before. Um, I think most people have had... If you're a beer person, you've had a Guinness stout before. It's probably your introduction to dark beer, like for me, was probably through the means of a stout, primarily a Guinness stout. Now, I do want to point out a couple of things. Uh, first, Beer Advocate gives this particular brew a 3.76, I believe, out of 5. Yes. 5.6% um, ABV. Now, the extra stout, compared to the stout or the original Guinness, uh, the extra stout will carry a heavier ABV, both in the United States and internationally as well. I think in the U.S., the ABV is between 4.2 and 5.6%. In this case, for this review, it is for a 5.6% variety. And again, this was actually packaged, folks, at least as a single serving, 12 ounces, in a bottle. Um, I typically have not had Guinness from bottles in the past, so that was a, a very interesting way to uh, enjoy the Guinness Extra Stout. Um, but at the same time, I, I got the standard flavor out of it, folks. Small bubbles, uh, tasted like a standard Guinness to me. Um, slightly bitter, uh, dark, smooth, all that good jazz, right, um, in terms of Guinness. It's a, it's a standard stout taste that you would expect from a Guinness. So uh, what I did want to point out, though, is the glassware. And I'm not, saying, I'm not trying to downplay the review, folks, but I do want to highlight also the new glassware. Now, uh, what you're seeing, folks, Christina picked up a package of two of these, folks. These are Guinness gravity glasses. So you'll see here that we served this Guinness Extra Stout in a Guinness Gravity glass. Now, the glass itself is a 20-ounce pint, I believe. Yes. Which is a, it's kind of interesting considering a standard pint, I believe, is 16 ounces. Yes. So it's a little bit over. It's one and a quarter standard pints. Um, as you can see, uh, the pour on the Guinness uh, did not fill <laughs> the entire glass, given that it's a 20-ounce uh, pint. But it's a very nice, light-in-the-hand piece of glassware, folks. Surprisingly. Very, yes, very nice. Um, very nice feel in the hand, very light. Uh, Christina, when you poured this particular brew and handed it over to me to sample, um, I, it's deceptive. Uh, you start drinking and sipping, and it, it, it kind of just smoothly makes its way into your system. Um, very nice piece of glassware. Definitely recommend it. Um, as you can see, there is the Guinness uh, marketing on the front side of the glass, along with a right-facing harp. Not to be confused with the Irish coat of arms, folks, it has a left-facing harp. And also, on the Guinness glass, you will find, at least from this particular gravity glass design, an etched harp as well on the reverse side of the glass from yes. the front. So it's 
really a nice piece of glassware. I really like it. Uh, Christina picked up one for herself as well. It was uh, a two-pack. Yeah, so we're definitely going to enjoy this glassware, um, and we'll also be using it with additional reviews as well, uh, particularly for stouts. I am going to be using it for stout reviews, so stay tuned for all of those additional reviews, folks, when they come out. We will most likely be highlighting those reviews and serving in the Guinness Gravity Glass. Um, I would probably give this particular brew, folks, as a standalone only. Uh, you may want to enjoy it with pretzels or peanuts, maybe if you have to. I'd probably give it maybe a three and a half star snob rating. It is a standard uh, Guinness, but I also wanted to point out that it's not to be confused with the foreign extra stout or the FES. The FES is something you can find in the U.S. and abroad. Um, it carries a heavier uh, hoppiness to it, a heavier ABV as well, at 7.5% to up to 9% ABV. So as always, enjoy responsibly, folks. Be careful, consume well, enjoy, be well, never pay retail, take care of yourself and each other. Hey everybody, Justin from FrittleSnobs.com. Brooks, let me say hello. Hello. Brought everybody another food slash drink review. People have been digging these reviews on our YouTube channel or wherever you enjoy the Frittle Snobs content. Please make sure if you haven't done so already to subscribe, like, share, post. Do your part, folks. It helps us out. If you'd like to support us, you can go to support.frugalsnobs.com and support us for as little as 99 cents per month. If you also like what you see in here, please check out the Frugal Snobs podcast if you haven't done so already. Everything you need to know is at frugalsnobs.com. Now, with the cheap plugs out of the way, um, I don't typically review coffee, folks. We have reviewed a couple of specialty coffees in the past, but we thought we'd take an opportunity to review a coffee that we picked up at a local Lytles, Lytles, depending on your pronunciation, grocery store in our Northern Virginia area. Fair? Fair. All right. So, folks, actually, we picked up this particular coffee. It is gold coffee imported from Germany. And if you hear a crumpling sound, this is Christina working with the packaging here. Um, so this coffee was actually on a massive sale for us, so we had to pick some up. Uh, we picked up 17.6 ounces. That is one standard brick in bag for approximately $3 U.S. Is that yes. fair? So it's a very good deal, folks. You're getting over a pound of coffee, vacuum sealed to seal in freshness and flavor for under $4. It's a pretty good deal, everybody. So we're looking at $3. And again, it's an import from Germany. And keep in mind, the normal coffee bag, mm -hmm. 12 ounces. That is true. And again, you don't have that same vacuum sealed quality that we saw here. So we'll get into the packaging first. Then we'll talk about the UTZ or UTS certification, what that means. And then we'll go through the actual review and I'll wrap up with the snob rating. Is that fair? Fair. All right, so in terms of packaging, you will be greeted with a very bright <laughs> bag, I believe a gold-colored bag for the gold coffee. Yes. Once you open up the bag, this is actually sealed inside of a freshness packaging uh, mechanism, like a, a foil bag brick, which you can you see with, with standard brick coffee as well. But again, it's packed in there, folks. It is a brick of coffee. And as soon as you cut open that brick, you do hear the vacuum seal release, that sort of thing. So we're storing this, by the way, folks, in... Jars, a large quart mason jar and a pint mason jar. And again, these are not used jars. These are purchased from a store, ball mason jars, basically, with sealable lids with cap. Fair? Yes. So we were able to fill up one quart jar and one pint jar with this standard brick size of 17.6 ounces. We're sealing it in for freshness. Is that fair? Fair. All right, so Christine, let's go ahead and go through some of the particulars of the coffee. Again, folks, a review of coffee has to be finessed a little bit, so we're going to go through some of the uniqueness here. So this coffee is UTZ, or UTS certified, which basically means that it is, it's, it's 
sustainable. It, yes, it is basically sustainable. It is produced with sustainable farming in mind. Thank you for that. And so, it also helps their families. Yes, exactly. See, gives them better growing uh, resources, training, teaching, whatever you call it. Hold on, hold on, Speedy. See, this is why I bring Christina with me for these types of reviews. And, have, if, and if, no, I have not had any coffee. Oh, I have. We're about to get to that. So, but like she said, folks, again, she fills in for me when I'm looking for words, and that's very rare. But when I do, uh, basically, as she said, UTZ certified basically means that the coffee. As 100% Arabica picked, farmed, etc., is farmed sustainably. Basically, as she said, to help out families, the environment, uh, better growing mechanisms, etc. So, again, there's a lot of goodness, so to speak, that goes into a UTZ or UTS certified product. Fair? And it's posted right in the lower left hand corner of the bag, too. Yes. And by the way, UTZ or UTS certification, I believe, came from Amsterdam, Netherlands. Yes. And I also believe that it was initiated in the early 2000s and. 02. 02. And I believe it's also uh, a certification for both cocoa and coffee production. Correct? Yes. Okay. So again, folks, you can look up all that good stuff on your own because that's not why we're here. But want to point that out. Let's go through the preparation instructions. Then we'll go through my flavor profile and replicate snob rating. All right. For optimal taste, according to the coffee brewer, <laughs> always start with a clean coffee maker. Use one heaped tablespoon of coffee for each six ounces of fresh cold water. Adjust measurements to your taste, brew, and serve immediately. Enjoy. Okay. So, as you can see, folks, I do not enjoy a six-ounce serving. I'm actually enjoying this out of a glass, 14-ounce, roughly, uh, coffee cup. So, again, adjust your measurements accordingly. So, it would be two and a third, basically, for every six-ounce serving. It would be two and a third scoops. Now, in our case, for a French press production uh, here in preparation method, we used three heaping scoops. Is that okay to say? Yes. Okay, so use three heaping scoops. Again, Christina brewed this for me, folks. Again, that's why she's here to fill in all the details. I'm just here for the finesse. <laughs> so I actually did enjoy this coffee. Um, has a very base taste to it. It is a medium roast, uh, very low acidity. It does grow on you. So those first few sips are different. It is a European style coffee, folks. So it does taste different than what you're going to get off the shelf in the United States. Um, again, Folgers, Maxwell House, things like that. You're not going to taste the same flavor profile here. Um, it does grow on you though. It's a nice wake me up coffee. I actually enjoy it. Um, I will be enjoying it, I think consistently until I finish off, uh, the entire bag. I don't want to blend it with other coffees or get off of a routine here. I want to enjoy it for what it is consistently so that I can make sure that I enjoy it. Um, in terms of the, the flavor, again, like I said, very bassy, not a lot of acidity. And again, European style coffee will taste different. Everyone. I know everybody thinks that it will be the same. Not so. Um, Christina pointed out soil is different before we hit the record button here. She pointed out soil is different. Farming methods are different on the review. So uh, that is true. So check it out. Um, it's a pretty good deal, folks. If you can, if you have a Lidl's or Lidl's in your area, depending on pronunciation, check it out if you can get it. Again, 17.6 ounce package for $3 in our area. Now, in terms of picking up this coffee, I picked up over four and a half pounds of this coffee. Actually, I only intended on picking up two packages. Um, but saw the sizing and the quality of it. Christina actually was kind enough to pick up two additional packages. But um, again, four and a half pounds of this stuff I had to drink, folks. So hopefully I'll continue to enjoy it and it won't become stale to my palate. In terms of a snob rating, I'd give it probably, I'd say a 3.75 to four star. We'll go with four star snob rating. It's not bad. If you want to get into European style coffee, folks, it is different. And it's a nice way to introduce you to it with a medium level. And affordability. affordability. Yes, it's very affordable, folks. Um, 
Again, I just want to point out before we wrap up here, Lidl's, Lidl's uh, is not a sponsor of the Frugal Snobs or Frugal Snobs podcast. So we are not being paid to promote this product or to review it. We are honest. Yes. It's not a bad product, folks. Check it out or any other European style coffees, but it's a nice introduction to the palate if you're not familiar with European style coffee. We got to wrap up here? Yes. All right, folks. We hope you enjoyed this review. And as always, do your part. Please make sure you subscribe and do all of the wonderful things that you would do. Comment, like, share, post. And also make sure you check out the Frugal Snobs podcast. Everything you know is at frugalsnobs.com. You can support us at support.frugalsnobs.com. Until we speak again, folks, be well, never pay retail, take care of yourself and each other. Hey, everybody. Justin from frugalsnobs.com. Frogs to me. Say hello. Hello. For everyone, another quick drink review part two. Uh, folks, we actually recorded this review already. However, uh, with a few comments from Christina, I decided to record again. So everyone has been digging our drink and food reviews on our YouTube channel as well as wherever you enjoy uh, content from the Frugal Snobs in terms of video format. Please make sure wherever you enjoy our content, please be sure to subscribe if you haven't done so already. Also, do your part. Like, share, post, comment, all that good jazz. If you'd like to support us, you can go to support.frugalsnobs.com. You can support us for as little as 99 cents per month, as well as check out the Frugal Snobs podcast. Everything you need to know is at frugalsnobs.com. Should plug out of the way? Yes. All right, folks. But everybody, a quick drink review. This time it is for the Fordham and Dominion Brewing of Delaware's Oak Barrel Stout. Now, I have enjoyed several brews from Fordham and Dominion in the past and reviewed them. Uh, but this is not a bad stout, everyone. And I will be enjoying all of my stouts uh, from here on out in the wonderful piece of glassware that you see. That is the Guinness Gravity Glass. Christine also has a Guinness Gravity Glass. Would you recommend this piece of glassware? Oh, yeah. It's a wonderful piece of glassware, light in the hand, really awesome. If you haven't done so already, folks, please check out the Guinness Extra Stout review as well, where I debut this piece of glassware. And again, a Diageo... They are not sponsors of the Frugal Snobs or the Frugal Snobs podcast, project, etc. So, like I said, folks, this is actually a very decent stout. Um, and Christina pointed out something to me. that This stout is actually brewed with hints of vanilla bean. Yes, because they actually infused the vanilla bean with the oak chips whenever they brewed it. Understood. Understood. I was sniffing the, um, the empty bottle. I'm like, what am I smelling? So I flip it over and I'm like... Oh, it's infused with vanilla. Yes. And by the way, folks, um, I did take a quick sniff of this particular stout as well. There is some hoppiness, some sweetness to the smell. The taste is also quite sweet, but still somewhat bitter. This brew actually carries an ABV of 5.5% with 35 IBUs. So you do have that bitterness there. I would definitely enjoy as a standalone. Uh, don't muddy the palate or pollute the palate with anything else. Just enjoy it as a nice drinkable stout. Probably somewhere between 40 and 45, maybe even as high as 50 degrees Fahrenheit, but no higher than 50 degrees. It's a bit warm for my taste, but definitely enjoy cold. It will definitely pay off. I believe Beer Advocate provides a score of, what, 3.9, I think? Yes. For this particular stout. I would give it a four-star snob rating. I'd fall in line with that. Um, very drinkable stout. Not bad. I've, I've actually been very happy with the Fordham and Dominion offerings in the past. So, again, folks, not a bad brew. This is the Oak Barrel Stout from Fordham and Dominion Brewing of Delaware. All right, let's get out of here. Hopefully everyone enjoyed this review. Like I said, if you like what you see, what you hear, please check out all things Frugal Snobs and subscribe wherever you enjoy our content. As always, enjoy responsibly. Be well. Never pay retail. Take care of yourself and each other.
Hey everybody, Jessica from FrugalSnobs.com. Brooks, let me say hello. Hello. So we are just hanging out today. I thought we would do a review here. Everyone likes our food reviews, wherever you enjoy content from the Frugal Snobs. So we thought we'd bring everybody another food review. This time it is for the Clio Bar. Or Clio Bar. Clio Bar, C-L-I-O Bar. You can pronounce it any way you wish, folks. So, Christina, this bar was recommended to you by a coworker. Yes. Um, I think we've seen these bars before. Um, I think they're... Their, their, their big deal with it is to eat yogurt in your hand, I Yeah, believe. it's a Greek yogurt bar, including a chocolate coating. Yes, so we have several flavors, but we decided to review the vanilla chocolate. Yes. So this bar, by the way, folks, comes in a box. Yes. Right? And, and within that, there is a wrapped 1.7-ounce bar. Now, the 1.7 ounces, just for comparison, um, I'm not saying it's a comparison health-wise, but Christina picked up a couple of uh, Milky Ways and a couple of Snickers bars um, about a month, month and a half or so ago for me. And they're about the same size as a regular to smaller sized candy bar. Is that a fair statement? Yes. Okay, so how many grams of protein? Eight grams? Yes, per bar. 140 calories? Yes, gluten-free. Billions of probiotics. By well, the way, folks, would this also qualify as a probiotic review? Could be. So, folks, if you haven't done so already, please check out the video reviews for the Chobani uh, probiotic that we actually uh, took care of. I think we took care of two of the reviews. Yes. So, for the um, cherry hibiscus, I yes. believe. And the pineapple turmeric. Yes. And the cherry hibiscus is the cherry hibiscus tea, by the way, folks. So, again, check out those those videos uh, as part of your journey with the Frugal Snobs if you haven't done so already for those reviews. Anyway, let's get into the, the Clio bar. So, like Christina said, um, a Greek yogurt bar uh, with a chocolate coating. Yes, as I say, we're the type of people to eat yogurt with our hands. Nice to meet you. I just took a bite. How is it? Mmm. Tastes like a cheesecake bar. Ooh. That's not bad. Four grams of protein in your portion. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's pretty good you should take a bite as well. It is. It's mm. is it smooth. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to describe it smooth tasting. Yeah. And um, sorry, folks, you can hear us chewing, but I'm wondering if, if, if Cirque tastes like this. I have no idea. The, the Russian cheesecake bar, which we'll be reviewing as well once we get our hands on some of those. And then just keep in mind with a full bar, uh-huh. seven total grams of fat, 18 milligrams of sodium, or of cholesterol, 30 milligrams of sodium, mm-hmm. total carbohydrates, 12 grams. Mm-hmm. And um, with this also, total sugars, 10 grams, mm-hmm. include 10 grams of added sugar, 20% of your daily need. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be careful with this, but it at least gives you 15% of your daily protein need. Yeah, I think, folks, I mean, to Christina's point, I mean, choose wisely for yourself and whatever your health goals are. We've said that before. But this is a healthy treat. Yes, and it's a means to get protein with low calorie. It's one of the things that we tend to struggle with, with the different types of protein, whether it be whey protein or other types of protein, egg protein, things like that, plant protein. We always look for the, the best protein with the lowest possible intake of calories or fat. Yes. Is that fair? But, I mean, this is a good balance, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Nice yeah. flavor, good nutrition. Yeah, I mean, I finished my half while you were speaking, so thanks for covering me for that. Um, it's pretty good. It tastes like cheesecake that is basically coated with chocolate to me. That's what it tastes like to me. For the vanilla bar, at least. At least with the consistency. Yep. I'd probably give it a four-star snob rating. At I would, least. Four to four and a half. Yeah, it's really good. Yep. So while Christina finishes up her bar, I guess we'll finish up here. So I'll cover for you now. <laughs> Folks, if you like what you see and what you hear from the Frugal Snobs, you can support us by going to support.frugalsnobs.com. You can also check out the Frugal Snobs podcast by going to frugalsnobs.com or subscribing wherever you enjoy podcasts. And by the way, folks, when it comes to supporting the Frugal Snobs, you can support us for as little as 99 cents per month. And... 
the easiest way to support us is make sure you subscribe to the channel on YouTube or wherever you enjoy video content from the Frugal Snobs. So please subscribe, like, share, comment, post, all that good stuff. It definitely helps us out. It doesn't cost you a thing. All right, let's go ahead and get out of here. Yes. As always, folks, please enjoy very responsibly, whether it be any of the food reviews that we have taken care of for everybody or even the drink reviews that we take care of. Please always enjoy responsibly. Just keep your health goals in mind. Be well. Never pay retail. Take care of yourself and each other.